Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Erwin M. Fletcher. Erwin Mahatma Fletcher. Address? Seven. Did you ever watch the Twilight Zone? Remember the Twilight Zone with Burgess Meredith? Remember, he, he, he loved to read, and there was a nuclear war, and he had no friends anyway, and he was oh, down on yeah. the base of glasses. Mannequins that got two weeks off and turned into humans, and they were allowed to go out and shop for two weeks on their own. And then this one came back, and it was over two weeks. And the other mannequins went come over here for a minute and turned into. Welcome everybody to Zoning Out. I'm not Chris Feinstein. John Sachs. Frank Bonacci. Ned Ryerson. And no Judd either. The Feinsteins have bailed on us. <laughs> so the next two episodes, you're gonna have if you if you're one of the people in the audience who don't like me <laughs> and or John. Then, which is most of the audience, I apologize. I yes, <laughs> well, at least in my case, <laughs> I assume that. So the we're today we're discussing Twilight Zone season two, episode nine, the trouble with Templeton, with an air date of December 9th, nineteen sixty. A nostalgic actor revisits his late wife and friends at their old haunt, only to find out that he is now out of place there. Uh, directed by Buzz Kulik, written by E. Jack Newman, who's a new writer to the show. And I think this is his only contribution. Ah. So, uh, John, everybody else, what'd you think? <laughs> I hate being Chris. I don't like this. I feel all There's the pressure. There's so much space, though. Look at this space. Yeah, it's you weird. Stretch out. Stretch out. Nice. And let's let's be honest. These fine scene brothers, they've been holding us back for so long. I say so, too. I didn't want to be the one to say it. No, it's obvious. It's obvious. Just saying what we're all thinking. Come on. The chemistry is, isn't there. It's like, see, me and you are like Opie and Anthony at WNEW. But our chemistry <laughs> with everybody else is Opie and Anthony at the end of the Series XM run. Exactly. Exactly. You son of a bitch. Oh, all right. Uh, so I guess we should 
jump into the episode proper. Eh, I liked it. I mean, I guess to get those thoughts out of the way. I say it's it's another one of those because there are types of episodes of this show that, are, you know, they have a very similar theme. I think if I have to stack them against each other, I, I've gotten to the point where it's like, oh, it's another one of these. I just, I kind of rank them in terms of, okay, wait, this falls at two subgenres. There's the nostalgic trip back, and then there's the actor taking a nostalgic trip back to their old acting days, mm-hmm. which was also the 16-millimeter shrine was literally this this episode, and uh, mm-hmm. walking distance. There's a lot of these episodes. How does it stack against 60 millimeter shrine? Aces, but most things are. Yes. Against walking distance and other ones, not so much. But none of those other episodes had a young Sidney Pollock. That's who that was. Oh my God. Dude, okay. I, so you, you, have you were the doing same, the same thing I was doing. You were staring at the face I going, know I know this guy, person. I know but, this person. But he's so young. But I took it that next step and I was like, "Who? Oh, that was fucking Sidney Pollock. And as soon as you say that, it's like, oh my God, I could see it. Because I've only ever seen him gray and yeah. older. He's very swarthy when he's younger. He looks a lot swarthier than I like when he's younger. I always thought he was a good actor when he would pop into movies. He's yeah, always good. He, is he putting on a Southern accent in this? Michael Franz is producing this play. Mr. Coombs has written it. You have been hired to act in it. And I have been contracted to direct. So, make no mistake about what we are here to do, and make no mistake about me. And then later on when they come back, I guess he forgot. So, aging Broadway actor Booth Templeton is at home. He's watching his daily cucking. Our new guest this week, Marty, his name is what? Uh, Page, sir. Mr. Edward Page. 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 Has he been here before? No, sir. He's new. Mrs. Templeton is not very discreet these days, is she? Well, her discretion was an early fidelity. It didn't last very long. As his wife is uh, (laughs) having sex with the pool boy. Yeah. Then his manservant, who looks like a a tiny version of Shooter McGavin. You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. (laughs) You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. Yes. He looks like a tiny Shooter McGavin. It's just sitting yeah. there. It's like, I can't believe I have to work for such a low test individual. <laughs> this is some beta male cucking shit. I, 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 to the audience, I tend to use a lot of red pill terminology. That, that red pill shit. I, I've been thinking about this, John. Let, let, let me get this out. I only right do, I do it as, in terms of parody. I'm not like an Andrew Tate follower. Ain't ready for the big man slap. I got a big hand. I'll bust their jaw with the bottom of my hand. And the top of their head will feel the sting from the fingers, like the whole boom or anything like that. I just find that whole uh, the, the terminology is really funny. The beta male and the red pill and low test. I just think that's really funny, that shit. So yeah. when I say all these things, it's merely in jest. I'm not endorsing any kind of weird ideology. I'm not selling my Neil Strauss, the game type book or I'm not a lifestyle. I'm not a lifestyle guru. So sure. Everybody. I mean, there's some money in that, though. Welcome. To the smartest decision you've ever made, Hustlers University. Because this is the first time, besides the PhD course, where I'm going to lay down all of my knowledge in the world about, about a particular subject. There's so much. What a grift. I mean, that's some good money. I mean, I, if I had a little less scruples, I'd totally be doing that. But instead... Did you read the game? I did. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's fantastic. And you ever see Neil Strauss? He's full of oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's full of shit. He's completely full of shit. Like, I, that's the other thing about the book. Okay, and we'll get back to the Twilight Zone. Don't worry about it. This might just end up <laughs> in scraps somewhere. The funny thing about it, he tells six stories that are absolutely 
fake. Like he tells a story where he was like the Russian get mobsters almost attacked him. Anything, any book that starts with everything here is absolutely true usually means they're lying. They're about to lie to you. And he's again, he's a fan of magicians. And that's uh-huh. how magic and that's how magic works. When they ma- magician says the lock is real, the lock is fake. It's just it, it's working on a, a a principle of the human psyche. Like people will generally trust something being said to them. And I'll, I'll give you the cliff notes of the game here. If you want respect from the opposite sex and from your own gender, dress well and don't don't smell and speak with confidence. That's it. I just saved you a 20 something book. I, I saved, send me money via PayPal, Zelle. There you go, guys. Thank you. So, anyway, he has low test uh, booth, uh, Hound. <laughs> he's getting dressed and his manservant he's going to work at his new play which he's the star of and he's an aging broadway star he gets there and the play money man the money men aren't going to be like shitty to the lead like that duff mega's our director was canned him last night what we need someone with more pep zip not my racket but i know what's good and what's bad as well as the next guy and i wanted to drop by this morning and let everybody know that I'm personally interested in this thing. Art Willis is okay with you, isn't he? Well, I, I've heard of him, of course, but I, I don't actually know him. Uh, Mr. Uh... I'm Sid Sperry. Remember, my money is backing this play. Oh, yes, 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 of course, Mr. Sperry. I, uh, I'm rather forgetful about names. Always have been. It's okay. Just so long as you don't forget your lines. That's just not how the economics of this, it's the opposite. They're kissing their ass. So I get it. It's like they're making a point, but like I've, even if a uh, David O. Russell shows up, they're going to. That's exactly what I thought in my head. You're a fucking grown up. Act like a grown up. You're not a baby. You're a fucking grown up. I'm here to fucking help you. That's all I was doing was trying to help you figure out anything. But I can yell. Talk to me. But I can yell. I can talk to you. Do I yell it? Do I fucking yell at you before right now? That guy was David O. Russell and up as soon as he walks in. So he walks in and he's late and then he gets like chewed out. But there are three significant dates in the life of a play. The first day of rehearsal, opening night, closing night. The last two are related and dependent upon the first. Therefore, the first day of rehearsal is an extremely important date. When I call rehearsal for 12 o'clock, Templeton, I meant 12 o'clock for everyone, young and old. Everyone to be in his place and ready to work at 12 o'clock sharp. Are you ready to work with us, Templeton? The, the young director played by Sidney Pollack, which is awesome, mm-hmm. uh, chews him out in front of everybody, and he does his beta male shit where he just runs away. I ain't ready for the big man slap. I got a big hand. He goes into the street and then he ends up in a speakeasy. Oh, he starts seeing things all over the street, like street signs, 1927 play he was in, directed by a dude who he's friends with. Booth Templeton in the Great Seed, 1927's big hit. 1927. That's more than 30 years ago. He's like, what the hell is this? And then he goes into a 20 speakeasy where he runs into his old wife who died. What's the matter, honey? You look worried. Huh? Oh, Booth. How many times have I told you to take your makeup off before you come in here? Makeup? And the director of the play. So it's like the two most important people in his life at this time of his life in the 20s. So he gets there and his wife is not behaving how he remembered her. Laura, why are you so different? Well, that's the way I am, Booth. That's the way it is. I mean, what'd you expect? Yes, old chap. 
What did you expect? He looks back at his life, as we all do, that it was better than it is now. His wife is just a total jerk to him, and he's he leaves dejected. Very cool shot as he's leaving is the way everybody freezes. That's the best. That's the best moment. Best moment of the whole show. Yeah. It's yeah. Very, it's really effectively done. And just fades to black. Yeah. Love that. That was the best moment of the episode for me. He winds up back at the, uh, the theater, and he's winded. He's tired. You know, he's old. The, the By the way, Templeton gives off very much... I had to look him up. He's he, I don't recognize him for anything, but I, you know who I thought he was the whole time? I thought he was Higgins from uh, Magnum P.I. He's got that Higgins mustache. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to stick, stay with you here. DC, you fly the chopper around the island. I'll go talk to the beautiful women. And Tattoo here will keep an eye out for the kidnappers. Uh, Higgins. We'll need to have security unlock the gate for me out front. Okay, Tattoo? Uh, it's Higgins. What? Uh, the, the name is, is Higgins. What's your name? Tattoo. You, you see, you weren't watching. See, <laughs> see the shows that our parents watch. You see, you're right. You're of the age where it's like your parents are probably watching it, and you had better things to do, like play with your friends. It's just like I guess what me. I was like, I guess we're watching Magnum PI. Well, I guess I'm watching this for 11 years. I guess we're watching Magnum PI, and I'm going to remember it for 40 years. <laughs> that his name was Higgins. <laughs> But look how it, it comes full circle. Now you have to talk about it. This, this is why I have a platform. It's like there's something I should have been doing with this all this junk in my head. Yeah. Magnum P.I.'s manservant was Higgins. Well, actually, he lived on the estate of a will billionaire. Like, you know the premise of Magnum P.I.? He's like, he's a detective in sunny Hawaii. He lives on this billionaire's estate because I guess he, he, they never explain why he helped the billionaire. The billionaire's played by Orson Welles, by the way, which is weird. Yeah, and then he just solves mysteries each week and he has a mustache. And that's the show. How many Magnum P.I.? So that's the original Magnum P.I.? And then Selick is the reboot? No, Selick is the original. Oh, Selick is the original. Selick, so they, that's the, the original show is Selick and Orson Welles? Well, he's not really in it that much. I don't think you even actually see him. I just think you hear his voice. Oh. It's a good show. I mean, listen, it made Tom Selick a star. He almost got Indiana Jones because that's how good he was. Captured the hearts and minds right. of this country. Him and Higgins. Star <laughs> and of uh, Mr. Baseball, Tom Selick. <laughs> yes, we brought it back to Mr. Baseball. <laughs> we don't need them. <laughs> we don't need them. We don't know. We have we our can own bring up Selick us. without them. <laughs> Think they so, don't want people to know about mustaches? Yeah, his mustache is weak, though. I don't, I don't respect that 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 dainty mustache shit. I don't listen. You go in all in, and you don't go at all. Who's your Who's your top brass mustache? I'm talking about uh, Booth Booth Templeton's mustache. Oh, yeah, sure. Selick's, yeah, yeah. No, Selick okay. is what we all aspire to have. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, just no, clarify. No, 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 yeah, mustache game. Uh, but the best mustache, uh, Dabney Coleman. <laughs> what I Oh wow! Oh, we yeah. Want... See, if you're talking, if you're talking in like beta male codes, I'm never going to clarify anything. I want that fully ambiguous to the audience. The smartest decision you've ever made. But if you're talking about mustaches, I need to clarify who you're specifying, just so the audience is aware. You're talking about Selick or Stempleton. I don't want any ambiguity here. Exactly. Yeah. Well, see, the beta male shit. I because if people ever <laughs> actually find my social media and they see a picture of me, it's like, oh yeah, that tracks. It's like, no, no, no. Yes, he, he looks like that asshole Clint from Days of Confused. <laughs> So he gets back to the stage and he's winded. So he starts he starts uh, fanning himself with a script he had in his pocket. And he looks and it was the script that his wife had had. Why don't you go back where you came from? We don't want you here. Acting. They were acting for me. They wanted me to go back to my own life. They failed on this part. It's like he couldn't get an insert. 
this is why inserts are important because it's just it's an important this is the most important moment is that when he looks at the title of the script this is an important moment and they don't have like an insert of actual title so like i think that's weak i'm sorry yeah i think that's weak i'm not gonna call i'm not gonna front on that uh it says the what to do when booth return it goes to the bar and he re reads it and realizes that those people in his life were acting for him because they wanted him to they basically doing the thing of like uh get out of here why would you i don't need you and like you know it's Ooh, just yeah. like and then she starts dancing yeah oh she dude they were so happy to have liquor during the prohibition that they were just oh shaking themselves loose like her yeah. arms i'm surprised like she's what is that called the this that i'm doing the dislocation rag <laughs> it's like what do you call that dance <laughs> so much flailing it's just <laughs> i'm on fire get it off me that's the, is that the song that they were dancing to the old fire dance <laughs> can you imagine if you were out with your lady i've been exposed and to a just... strobe light Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I have photosensitive epilepsy. <laughs> I watched that Pokemon episode that was banned after one airing. <laughs> That's a little anachronistic, but makes sense in my head. So he realizes that they were playing a bit to make him uh, uh, be happy in the time uh, he's living in now. Director goes up to him and he puts him in his place. He's like, listen, you little shit. I am definitely in. And it is definitely Mr. Templeton, huh? especially to one so young as you. Now, wait Excuse a minute. Excuse me, Mr. Sperry, but I never allow anyone not directly connected with the production to attend my rehearsals. Who the director then in terms turn this is so, they don't understand. Whoever wrote this does not understand the hierarchy of these kinds of things. Anyway. So the director, who is just mouthing off to the, the leading man, then gets shushed by the, like, no, the, the money man gets shushed by the director. The money man who was just insulting the lead, it's like, listen, you've got it all backward. <laughs> <laughs> the director is the weakest, the is the one who has the least leverage in that room. I hate to break yeah, it to you. He's I know the that's what you kids think. Yeah, yeah, he's the one watching his wife get pounded out on by the pool <laughs> boy. He's the one getting cucked left and right. That's who's getting cucked in that scenario. He's the bottom in that scene, by that whole scenario. Ain't ready for the big man slap. I got a big hand. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th. Only on Hulu. 
Is that the funniest porn category, cuck? Cucking? Just subjectively, is that the funniest? It is, depending on what... The, well, it's just yes, because just watching the guy tied up... I mean, <laughs> we're talking about the ones specifically where the guy's tied up, right? No, not even tied up, not even oh. that sadistic. Oh, that's hilarious. Just like the, when the guy's <laughs> sitting there watching. Oh, yeah, I mean, and he's like sad looking, like they, they he has yeah. to like act. That's the thing that makes it funny, is that he's supposed to look like de- demoralized by this. Sure. And no, the funniest genre of porn is a Japanese one, and it's where uh newscasters read the new- news readers are sitting there like at a or just reading the news like these women and they're usually lovely ladies reading the news as guys uh pleasure themselves all around her and the whole bit is that they pretend that they- this is not happening they just keep reading the news with no change oh, they're just in oblivious inflection. yeah they just completely change and that's the yeah it's very surreal uh, I've, is this I, a I category mean, it's a category well i don't know if it's a category i've seen i listen listen I've been on the internet yeah, a long time. I've seen about. some shit. I'm not <laughs> saying it's my cup of tea necessarily. Maybe if I've come home after a few drinks and try something freaky every now and again, I don't know. I'm just saying it's an in, it's funny. It's a strange culture. I'm doing Duolingo. I'm on. I didn't want to say it last week, but I've been doing Duolingo for two weeks now on Japanese. Duolingo? What is Duolingo? That? It's like a it's like a babble. It's a it's a app for learning Japanese. So oh, right okay. now, if I want to introduce myself to the audience, I say, Boko wa Frank Bonazzi des. That's what I would say. Oh, well, I think we're knowing. I think I think we just figured out what the format is for the next episode. Oh, I think we should. I think we should just go all Japanese. <laughs> with my broken Japanese. Nihonji chisai, chisai. Very small. Is this a great episode? No, it's well done uh, in places. And if I have to compare it to 16 millimeter shrine, it's, it comes up aces. Like I said earlier, uh, I like the inversion of it. Like there was a, a fun inversion, which I don't, hmm. the fact that they're performing for him. I don't know if I like that. I like to, the idea of maybe it wasn't so great. You know what I mean? More than, Oh, the people who cared about me most were putting on a show for me. Cause it really doesn't work. It's just like, it, it, they, I, don't I think know. you should pick one of the two. One of the uh, one of the other. Yeah, I think in between it makes it lose effect on either side. Yeah, but I did like that because it's like once I was into this whole oh it's one of these like a walking distance or sixteen millimeter shrine or, or you know one the ones that we've seen this when it's not as pleasant as he remembered I like that and yeah. then it's, yeah it's kind of diffused later on I would have rather it be that it wasn't as good because that's interesting it's just like you know not all our friends are are thespians right. <laughs> or are we like maybe that's a point it's like we're all performers in this grand stage of life i like the concept more than i liked watching the actual execution you know yeah, templeton so, he's kind of he's kind of a tough hang yeah i mean it, but. it's one of those things i'd rather he started in this position because i hated watching him just like like just sulk around it was really yeah. and i like old people i listen we've we know my taste i like miserable old men i wasn't into it yeah, and I love watching miserable old men, and but I wasn't buying. I wasn't buying the reality because maybe it's because I know show business, like you know the the mechanics of like show business, and it's like nobody would be speaking to each other this way. Yeah. Or if I mean, I, I'm sure there's hot headed directors. I know there's hot headed directors. You're a fucking grown up. Act like a grown up. You're not a baby. I just don't buy that the money man would be putting the guy that they, it's like, but because and Templeton wouldn't know this inherently. It's like, listen, you could have self esteem, right. but it's like lack of self esteem. Like. Whose name is on the top of that marquee? Your son? <laughs> Why don't you have a nice glass and shut the fuck up? Big dog's here. <laughs> you got to do that. You got to establish dominance. You got to throw him yeah, off the of top course. bunk. You know what? I am into Niels. You should read Niels, read Niels Strauss's The Game. Read I'm The Game. Neg, neg, neg. I wasn't particularly blown away by it. But we had, listen, we had a good run. 
We had four, well, three and a half, because you fell asleep all you last week. We had three and a half, really interesting in their own way. Uh, we had three classics and one that's interesting. This one I've seen before. Have you seen this one before? No. Yeah, I've seen this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We had a nice run. I was expecting this. Going in, I knew it's going to be soft. But then we got Sidney Pollock. Sidney Pollock was I mean, a come fun on. surprise. That was actually yeah. the highlight of watching the episode. I'm like, I know that dude. And when it's somebody like surpri- that surprising, it's like, holy shit. Since we're here, you know what Sidney Pollock Since I got you here. Since I got you here. And there's no one else to stop me. That's right. No yeah. fines need to shut you down. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Unleashed. We're both in agreement most. I don't know. I mean, all Chris is in agreement on this. But Sidney Pollock, his best performance, Death Becomes Her as the doctor. What is it? What's the matter? That's, uh, well, it's interesting. It's, uh, okie dokie. I, I think that just about uh, covers it. Uh, wonder if I might have a little sip of that. Yes, of course. Well, I'll tell you what, kids. Uh, we, this, uh, kind of odd thing here. You, your wrist, as far as I can tell, is, uh, it's fractured in three places. And, uh, you've shattered uh, two vertebrae because I, I can't really be certain without an x-ray, but, uh, the, the uh, bone protrusion through the skin, that, that's not a good sign. And, uh, your body temperature's below 80 and your, 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 your heart stopped beating. What the hell does that mean? Exactly. Exactly what I think. I'm going to get a second opinion. Doctor. You guys have seen that movie more and and more recently than I. So I, I don't even I don't even remember him in, in Death Becomes Her. Okay. That's a movie. <laughs> first of all, it's a great Halloween movie. We're in the Halloween season, like, and this is a great Halloween film. Uh I, I think it's Robert Zemeckis' last truly great film. I mean, he does Forrest Gump right after this, and Forrest Gump is great. But I don't know if it's truly great. I'm not the biggest Forrest Gump guy. But Death Becomes Her is it's him unleashed. It's that it's got a nice tail. It's got a fun Tales from the Crypt vibe. Oh, I love that movie. And Sidney Pollack. Well, I probably have played the clip by now. I definitely know. <laughs> I know myself in editing. I'm like, I've definitely played the clip <laughs> I was referring to. But his scene in that is amazing. That feels like a, a take because I that, the movie caught a lot of shit. No, Didn't no, I get it's well regarded. It's uh, is it? Yeah, it's pretty well regarded. Uh, I okay. I think yeah, it's uh, it, I think they just uh, I think they just did a Broadway musical of it, didn't they? Oh well. They do a Broadway musical of anything. Yeah, that don't mean shit in these days. I don't got no currency. They have a Trouble with Templeton musical out there right now. No, seriously. Why acting so mean to me? 55 on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah, I remember this uh, got shit on. But I'm curious. I'll give it a rewatch at some point. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely worth your time. I was desperately afraid right now because I was afraid that I hadn't started recording. <sighs> oh, well. I just panicked. I just had the most intense panic attack. I'm like, am I recording? I don't remember hitting it. I just finally, I looked up my top left and I said, oh, please, I don't want to do this again. I don't got the energy to pull. I can't fake it. <laughs> no. Yeah. I like the idea more than watching the episode. And she danced and that was fun. I, I like, like watching her dancing. dance. I mean, I like all the speakeasy shit in general because it's just the ultra, that, that vintage whiteness of it is very oh, funny. It's, it's very just like, white. it's funny when you watch white people dance, it's like, how would they ever, like, you know, running anything? <laughs> it's like, really? That's what we consider good. Let me show you a good dance. It's like, <laughs> it's like they dancing like, like Muppets when they get scared and are running away from yeah. something. <laughs> they just shake. That's the Kermit shuffle. And that's good dancing. It's just like, yeah. So, 
the dance moves a week. We've gotten better. Yeah. I mean, I mean if you've seen those step up movies, you would you know that's true. Are you a fan of the step up movies as much as I am? Never seen them. Oh, no, you shouldn't. I mean, I don't think uh, any reasonable person should see them. But How I, many are there? There's oof, uh, five. Or maybe six. Five, maybe there's six. five step up movies? Maybe six. I know there's a five Holy in a series, a TV oh, series. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, there's the well, first one, the step up is the Channing Tatum's, uh, you know, debut. Sure. Step up to the streets is most people what they consider the best, but two I'm is gonna... two is a two. I'm assuming like the number two. Oh yeah, it's a number two. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Three I enjoy, except the lead can't dance, which is a problem in a dancing movie. Like so, it's just weird. Four yeah. is the worst one. Four is horrible. Step up revolution, whatever it's called, it's horrendous. Step up all in. That's, that's the destroy all monsters of step up. Because all these different films are kind of anthology almost with a couple of recurring characters. There's always like the new leads. Uh -huh. They bring back everybody and step up all in. And that's wonderful. That's a good time at the theater. All right. So Twilight Zone. Yeah. yeah, it's tough to talk about. It's like when there's it's really well, it's tough to talk about because I don't have uh, two other people to leave. <laughs> when I get winded. Listen. Sydney Pollock, the weird Asian porn category, Neil Strauss, all five step up movies. We're almost at a half hour. Oh, we, we did great. We did great. This I is the we best did. episode we've ever done. And it's not because the fine scenes aren't here. We kept it on top. It's a weird coincidence that they're not here. It's, this is the best episode we ever did. I, I think, is it that weird, John? Is it that no, weird? It's, of course it's not. I'm trying to be diplomatic, but yeah. you know, everybody knows. Now, well, next week when they show back up, we'll be like, well, they won't be here next week for you. They'll be here next week for us, but not for you. Yeah. We're doing this again. Next week's, I'm very excited to talk about. Oh, I am too. That's next a week and a half. This one, not great. Next one, not great. But. But great. But great. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Howling laughter. Howling. I was literally I, laughing. I had to rewind a couple things because I was laughing so hard. I think it's the funniest episode of the series so far. Easily. Intentionally sometimes. A couple intentional good laughs. Is it intentionally? Well, we have to wait till next week to find out. There's oh, a couple right. of good low-key laughs from one of the actors, one of the leads is, I think, genuinely funny. But there's something extraordinary that I, I, I there's something that it does like that extraordinarily, not once, not twice, but three times. The repetition and like, listen, it's just it's beautiful comic structure. You know what? I'm gonna let you go. I think we've talked enough about next week. Me and John. Are gonna we're gonna go we're gonna have a couple <laughs> drinks and talk about how we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get rid of those two Feinstein brothers we're gonna plot and scheme against them but what we're really gonna do is we we're gonna jump on over to next week's episode because I, I I'm glad you're in on you're in the same space I am with that episode oh how can you not be because it was wonderful and I'm almost sad that they won't be here for this one because or maybe I'm not it would be funny if our fans our fan would write this week. <laughs> like, this was obviously the best episode. Yeah. Don't tell Chris and Judd. Like this is a little joke. It's a little yeah. joke for all of us. Just be like, just make some comments. Well, you should be commenting anyway. You yes. should be commenting anyway and leaving likes. That'd be nice. That's the man. You know, yeah. it'd be really great to our adoring fans. You left us. <laughs> you left us a couple of voicemails saying how great this episode was. Don't tell Chris and Judd. Just don't tell Chris. The bit. The bit we're doing. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit. Wink. It's a goof. Wink. I actually had to remind myself you can't wink because they won't see it, Frank. So you I, have to I, say I, it. I already winked once this episode and I realized, well, they can't see yeah, it. Yeah, don't translate as well as you'd like it to. And now, Mr. Serling.
In this uh, $28 a day hotel suite live three human beings who have larceny in them from their toes to where they part their hair. Amongst the loot of one evening's caper is this camera, which they soon discover has most unique properties. It takes pictures of the future. Stick around for the development next week on The Twilight Zone.